0: Hi, Welcome to the Ill-Advised Podcast. I am your host, Jessica L. If you have not been here before, you are coming at a fun and exciting time in the podcast. I am in the middle of a five-episode series about the biggest lessons I've learned in my 30s. I will be 36 in a few days, and so I wanted to take a beat and reflect on the lessons that I've learned in the first half of my 30s as I prepare to embark on the second half. So the first episode, if you missed it, was all about clarity and how it is very overrated and very unnecessary in moving forward. And the second lesson that I learned in the first half of my 30s is how much style matters. Let's get right into it and see what happens. You are listening to Ill-Advised, a show of ideas and insights for women who are ready to bet on themselves, go all in, and take that leap into faith, even if doing so could be considered ill-advised. I'm your host, Jessica L. Let's see what happens. I'm very tickled that I am recording this episode about style when I'm wearing an old IU sweatshirt that I cut off into a crop top and pink... Birkenstocks that I use to walk. I'm wearing socks with sandals right now. And I, I use these Birkenstocks as my indoor shoes to walk on my desk treadmill. I am not particularly stylish at this very moment. But one of the things I'm going to be talking about in this episode is how style is so much more than your clothing. And it's really about how you're doing life. So I am giving myself a pass for my Sunday leisure clothes. I want to start by saying that I consider myself a stylish person today at 35, but I was not always this way, not by a long shot. I had so many body issues growing up. I could never wear the cool stuff because of the way I perceived things fit me. And my mom was a huge, huge fan of the clearance rack at Macy's and Lazarus. And I think... um Famous Bar. Does anyone remember Famous Bar? That was one of the department stores that that my mom took me to in the 90s and early 2000s. So when I was a kid in middle school, high school, and even into college, I never felt stylish. Then I went right into my 20s. And I had the honestly, it was it was a great privilege of dating very very stylish boyfriends i the two serious relationships i had both of these guys were so incredibly well dressed and had such an eye for style and actually cared i joke a lot that if i am ever in a relationship with someone where i have to worry about how they're going to show up like what they're gonna wear to an event if i ever have to worry about that it's just not a right match for me because I don't want that. I don't want to have to dress a man. I don't want to have to worry about what my dude is gonna wear when we go to some like cocktail party or something. So I had these two really, really stylish guys. They were very often better dressed than I was. I remember going to a black tie event in my late 20s, and I had this gorgeous ball gown. It had this sheer black skirt and this gold beaded bodice with straps all across the back. I actually just wore it to a wedding a couple, couple months ago. I went and got my hair done. I had these killer earrings that were fabulous. Everything. I just, I looked great. And my very, very stylish date was wearing a burgundy velvet tuxedo jacket. And all night long, all night long, people would come up, say hi, and say, man, nice jacket, you look good. I laugh about it now. I laughed at it then, too, because he really did look good, and it really was a nice jacket. But it struck me that when's it going to be my turn? Like, shouldn't I be the stylish person? Shouldn't I be, like, the, the peacock here or whatever? But at that time, the truth was that I just thought style was a distraction. I thought worrying about... The things that you wore every day was a waste of time and that it was shallow and vapid and that it didn't change anything. By the time I hit my late 20s, I was running a business and I started to dress how I thought a professional, a quote unquote professional would dress like a boss, like how is a boss going to dress? I went from wearing cocktail dresses from Charlotte Russe with a cardigan over it to work that was how I dressed in the first half of my 20s at my office jobs I went from that to dressing like I was 15 years older than I was very boring very conservative and really contrived frankly because it didn't feel like me and then I got divorced And during the divorce, which was a square one moment, if you listen to my episode on the reinvention cycle, you'll know what I'm talking about. But as I was in my one bedroom apartment, kind of soaking in the beginnings of stage one of the death and rebirth cycle, I also started to ask myself for the very first time what I wanted to convey to the world and who I really was. Who am I really? And how do I wanna project that outward by means of my style? And these days, I hear a lot that I'm stylish. I get people who ask me for style advice, you know, this or that, and I find it to be a lot of fun. I enjoy the things I wear. I'm not a huge shopper still, but I'm thoughtful about what I wear, what I buy, how I present myself to the world. Style is so personal. There is no right or wrong when it comes to style, and I know that mine is not a fit for everyone. I tend to wear a lot of black. I wear a lot of black, a lot of camel, and anytime I venture out and try to add more color, it ends up not feeling like me. Funny story, I briefly dated this guy, and I'd seen these lambskin gloves pop up on Instagram I took a screenshot of them and I was like oh my god these are so cool they were lambskin and then they had fur on the outsides and they were fingerless so were they practical like not in any sense of the word but they were so cool and they fit me they fit my style and I showed them to him and his response was to tell me that I was basic because I liked these gloves We had a little conversation about it and he elaborated. He didn't mean basic. He meant bougie when he said that. What he was trying to convey to me was that he thought I was vapid and shallow and materialistic, none of which are particularly true. I just happen to care about style for this reason. Style tells the world how you think about yourself and therefore... It instructs other people how to think about you because people will meet you wherever you are. If you think positive, confident thoughts about yourself, if you believe that you are a stylish, confident, competent person and you go out into the world with that energy, that is what people will will reflect back to you. I have seen it in my own life over and over and over. So now that I know how effective style is, at telling myself what I think about myself and having other people reflect that to me. Here are my style lessons. The first one is to dress for the mood you want, not the mood you have. There is a thrift store in Salt Lake City. I think it's off 900 East. No, is it off State Street? I think it's off State Street. I have no idea what it's called. But above the fitting rooms in that thrift store, it says almost exactly that. Dress for the mood you want, not the mood you're in. And that basically means when you feel like crap and you don't feel like doing anything, that is exactly when you need to get dressed the most. It can be hard, which is why it's important to make it easy. Figure out What can you put on that makes you feel a little bit better that is not your sweats, that's getting out of the habit of lounging around and kind of stewing in your own blahness. It doesn't have to be clothes. It can be jewelry. It can be styling your hair. It can be putting on lipstick, mascara, whatever. doesn't matter. Dress for the mood you want, not the mood you have. This is one of the easiest, most practical ways, I think, to start shifting your life. Because changing your thinking is hard. It takes effort, sustained effort over time. And it takes focus. And sometimes that's exactly what you don't have. So in those moments, one of the easiest ways to make a change is just by putting on a shirt that you don't fold and keep in a drawer. Like we're talking about things that actually belong on a hanger in your closet. Start by putting that on instead of a t-shirt that you keep at the back of your drawer. The other thing about style that I think is really important to know is that it can represent things. Style and clothing and material goods themselves are not going to make you happy. You know that. Going out and buying a handbag is not going to make you happier from day to day. You will get a boost of happiness and a boost of satisfaction But long-term, it's not gonna make you happy. But I will still advise that if you want something, go buy it. If you really, really want something, go buy it. And don't be apologetic about the style pieces that will make you feel a certain way. My rule of thumb is that if I can imagine buying something and still feeling pleased and abundant with that choice, a week after I've made it, then that's a solid decision for me. If I know that I buy something and then a week later I regret it and I feel guilty and I feel anxious about the money I spent on that thing, I know it's not something I'm ready to buy yet. But if putting that thing on is going to make you feel good and the financial side of it makes sense for you too and you can feel good about the finances, then just go buy them. Because here's the thing, Style, like I said, can represent feelings and emotions. They can also represent milestones. When I buy something that comes with a bigger price tag, it's because I want it to mark something in my life. The first time I did this was when I bought um, a Longine watch after I got divorced. It was the most money that I've ever spent in a single purchase on something that wasn't a house or a car, was this watch. I wanted it to represent my commitment to myself and the vows that I made to myself when I got divorced. And every time I put that watch on, every time I'm reminded of that. I'm reminded of the decisions I made that got me there. And I'm reminded of the commitment I made to always be the most powerful person in my own life. And that is the significance of that watch to me. I also have a pair of Stuart Weitzman 50-50 boots that I wanted for, I think two years. I think my, I had my eye on those boots for two years before I bought them. And I waited to get them until I hit a really big and significant career milestone. And every time I put them on, it reminds me of that. And I'm proud of what I accomplished. They are physical representations of things that are meaningful to me. Like at this point in time, again with the boots, I wanted a pair of Gucci boots for about two years and I've had the money for them for 18 months, but I've waited and I'm still waiting because I am waiting for a significant event. I want them to signify something. When I put those on every day, I want them to mean something. I want them to represent something I have accomplished. When you are thinking about what style means, that is one way of using the items you wear to tell a story to yourself about yourself. And for me, those items tell a story of a woman who is powerful and confident and willing to work for the things in her life and willing to keep going and tenacious and determined, all of those things. When I wear these articles of clothing, that is what they bring up for me. It's not just a piece of clothing. It's not just a pair of boots. It's what they represent. And that is what style is all together. It's always about what the pieces represent about the person who is wearing them. Style matters. What you will find When you start to dress yourself intentionally and you start to wear things that make you feel good and you go out into the world every day like that, you will find that entirely new worlds and opportunities and invitations start to unlock for you. Going out into the world and feeling good about yourself and how you look and what you put on that day seems to be the magic trick that just invites new opportunities into your life. Give that a shot if you are poo-pooing this idea that style can make a difference in your life. Tomorrow's lesson from my 30s is that doing things my way is the only thing that actually works for me. If you have listened to any of my podcasts and you think, God, I need a life coach, I wonder if Jessica is the right coach for me, then I invite you to find out. I invite you to take the step of finding out if coaching with me is the right next step for you. And you can do that by booking a consult at my website, jessicaell.com. You can also subscribe to my newsletter there. It is the ill-advised newsletter. It goes out once a week, usually on Wednesdays. And you can also follow my blog there, my Instagram, all that stuff. Until next week, I hope very interesting things come your way.